South Florida's Alternative 104.3 The Shark. Welcome to the Open Swim podcast. Our first guest is Mike Locke of the band Octogato. How's it going, Mike? Hey, how you guys doing? Wonderful. So tell me a little bit about how you got started playing music. Sure. Uh, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, rewind uh, many, many years ago, I was uh, soaking in music as a young lass, and um, <clears throat> I heard the stylings of uh, James Hetfield from Metallica, nice. and when I heard that kind of, you know, super chunky rhythm sound and that, like, you know, that super present voice, I'm like, I think I need to do something like that. Obviously, I don't play in a band that sounds like that, but that's what kind of sparked my interest initially. So thanks, James. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Props to Hetfield. What are these bands that began to influence you as you decided to move to the style of music you play now? Well, Octogato was, um, it wasn't exactly intended to be the way it was. We, we got to the first rehearsal. We had three guitar players there, myself included. And while like, well, we're like, hey, somebody, somebody needs this thing here. So I figured I'd give it a whirl. And um, what came out is prototype version of, of what it sounds like today, which is that kind of, you know, B-52s, you know, old school rockabilly influence, punky kind of stuff that we do. And you guys are so fun to watch perform live. It's always a freaking blast. Like, you're clearly enjoying yourselves when you're on stage. Absolutely. I, I flicked the switch when I put the, uh, the captain hat on, and uh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> How did you decide to, to do stuff like that in terms of, like, having your identity, so to speak? I have no idea. <laughs> it just kind of it just, it just happened. I guess we were, you know, we were, we were thinking, hey, this band that was supposed to be something else kind of sounds like a surfy band. So, well, what's, you know, what's something surfy that we can do? And I... I went to the party store and I had those cheap little those captain's hats with like a you know adjustable size on the back. Right. You know, a party, you know, five dollar party favor hat. Uh, I, I bought a few of them. I thought, oh, maybe the whole band will wear that. That'll be funny. That didn't stick, but I ended up wearing it. And then, you know, at every show, and then I ended up buying myself a proper, you know, uniform hat. I guess the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your favorite venues to play here in South Florida? Oh, man, that's tough. You know, these, these guys might be listening, though. I don't know. I mean, we have, you know, I've had a long-term uh, relationship uh, playing at places like Respectable Street. They've been they've been the old standby for quite some time now. Um, you know, propaganda is always awesome. And up in Lake Worth, and that, that's where I am right now, actually. Kill Your Idol in Miami, of course, Churchill's. I mean, there, there's so many places. You know, it's, it's, it's tough to say. We, we like to mix it up and, and play, as, you know, all three counties. Here's the million-dollar question. What's your most embarrassing moment playing? Let's just say it involves maybe technical difficulties on stage. Um, nothing nothing too too upsetting with this band, luckily. I mean, I've fallen off the stage a couple times, but, you know, it wasn't a huge stage, so that's, you know. <laughs> I guess we'll go with that. I didn't break anything. It wasn't a... You've I fallen off rabbit. stage? How did you do that? <laughs> Well, you know, I'm wearing. I always wear shades when I play, and you know, I always wear. You know, I wear the. I wear the big, you know, white shades, and I wear the the big white hat. That's kind of you know, that's the stage get up, and you don't. I don't see a whole lot with those shades. So if I'm close to the edge, it, I'm not you know necessarily aware of it. If I'm moving around, if I'm backing up quickly, I just you know I don't I don't have a ton of vision with those on, and I kind of like it that way. That's why I wear them. You know. Yeah, fair enough. So would you say you're <laughs> nervous when you play sometimes? No, not at all. It's actually the opposite of that. I'm just I'm moving around too much, and I'm not aware of my my uh, you know environment. And that's how I ended up off the you know, side. <laughs> These aren't big stages we're talking about. I mean, no. you're not Revolution Live. I mean, like you know, local pub stage, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, that's so. very true. Yeah. Okay, so what else have we not covered yet? Let's see. We we know that you're not shy. We know yeah. that you're an amazing promoter. So let's talk about Bump. You're coming up okay. on the one year anniversary of that, correct? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we are. Well, Bump is, uh, you know, it's kind of like an indie night. It uh, started with a buddy of mine, Dave, um, a DJ So What. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we started it with the idea of we wanted to give people a, a weekday place to go check out a band or two, you know, hear some music fun that isn't necessarily, you know, bro down. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Music. Yeah, we want to play some indie stuff, you know, maybe some rock and roll as well, too. 
that would appeal to that demographic. And I have lots of artists in my life, you know, around that, that whole craft scene and everything. That's and which is really, you know, kind of emerged a lot, you know, in the last couple of years here. There's there's so much there's so much talent and so many local, you know, artisans and crafters making great stuff. I wanted to have like a smaller event every week or a couple times a week for those people to go do their thing. Um, so that's how it came about. Yeah, it's really cool because what what started as you just doing yeah. um, DJ sets and kind of having people come in and, yeah. and play around with you has turned into like yeah. live art and all kinds of stuff like that. So tell us a little bit about how you've expanded it since the beginning. Well, we started out at one venue in uh, in North Broward, and we we're no longer doing it there. And um, as of late, we've done it at three different venues: uh, Vintage Tap, which is Delray Beach. Um, we've also at Creepy Tiki, which is unfortunately closing at the end of this month. Uh, so that's a super bummer. And then uh, we, I just recently did one in uh, Miami and South Beach, uh, Kill Your Idol, which is an awesome place. Love that spot. That's cool. So how do you decide yeah. uh, the makeup of bands and artists, or do you just kind of wing it and hope that it ends up being amazing? I mean, I try to keep it indie, you know. I mean, we, of course, we have punky bands, and we have all sorts of other bands. You know, I, I haven't really done metal or hip-hop so much, but anything in the indie, punky, garagey realm. But, of course, I mean, if somebody may, if it makes sense to do something else, then we'll, you know, we'll, we'll swing it that way by all means, you know. But it, it just depends on who's available, and, you know, we try to, I try to never have the same show twice, so we, you know, you know, another featured band or a couple of different featured bands every week, you know. And occasionally we'll bring in guest DJs, uh, you know, new artists uh, at least every, uh, you know, try to circulate them at least once every uh, two months or so. Yeah, I think it can become quite a challenge booking something on a week-to-week basis and you do a really yeah. good job of making it different so that if there's another show say within a couple of weeks you're not seeing the same bands in all the same venues which is nice exactly and that's that's the point you know we're at now after a year we had almost everybody play but the good news is there's still there's so many creative people and bands that i haven't had play so that the uh, you know the list is really never ending it can, it can go on forever you know <laughs> Okay, Mike, so tell me, you have a bunch of shows coming up with National Acts. What's that about? Uh, yeah, uh, Octogato has been uh, lucky enough to get some really sweet shows recently. We just, we just played with uh, Save Ferris uh, last week at Revolution Live, and that was a super, super fun show. They're, they're back after almost a decade and a half of not playing shows, and uh, they, uh, they're one of their first dates back was at Revolution Live in Fort Lauderdale. So we're, we're lucky enough to join up for that. Uh, the next show we have is uh, we have Voodoo Glow Skulls, Punky kind of band at, at Churchill's, and that's St. Patty's Day, so definitely come out for that. Nice. Um, let's see what else. Um, we have the one year bump, as you mentioned, that's uh, March, Friday, March 24th at uh, Creepy Tiki, and one of the last few shows they're having there, so definitely come out for that. Uh, we're playing with Afro Man, you know, because I got high. <laughs> <laughs> we just played that on Friday. That was Dina's From the Deep, and we we're, awesome. were all kind of hanging out in the studio together, singing it at the top of our lungs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun, but that's on, that's on uh, April 1st. Uh, you know, April Fool's Day. And a lot of people, I actually play with Afro Man. I'm like, it's not, a, it's not an April Fool's joke. It's actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And last, uh, we got to go on forever here with shows. We're playing with Dick Dale again at Culture Room on April 14th, which is a huge honor. I mean, for for what we do, you know, being a surf punk band, playing with with somebody like that, he's a legend. He's a living legend for that for that genre of music. Yeah, no kidding. You know? That's true. But yeah, I mean, I can, I can keep going on. <laughs> well, Those are the next few coming up. <laughs> so uh, in case someone wasn't able to retain that and they want to catch your band or catch a bump event, uh, now's the time to plug us with all your social media handles so that everyone can follow along and kind of know what's coming up in the coming months. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Octogato on Instagram is at Octogato Music. On Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com slash Octogato. And we always post all the shows up on there. And as far as bump, it's at bump underscore event on Instagram and Twitter and uh, slash uh, bump event uh, on uh, Facebook. 
Awesome. Thank you for doing our first open swim, breaking my cherry, and um, being a really fun person to chat with in general, Mike. We appreciate you coming by. Aaron, Aaron, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I look forward to hearing the podcast, and uh, good luck with all that. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks.